I'm sorry, my voice sounds really bad. I'm still kind of sick, but anyway. Hi, I'm here for a bonus episode because tomorrow is Halloween. So we're going to have a fun spooky book tag episode. Yippee! So, a book tag is when they they give you examples and you name a book. Um, This is all going to be about Halloween. So, let's just get started. I think it'll be a lot of fun. The first question is, Corn Maze. What book had you confused and lost from the very beginning? And I would have to say that that book would be The Last House on Needless Street by Katrina Ward. Or her name is Katriona Ward. And this book (laughs) is very good and I really enjoyed it. And for for a while, I couldn't understand where this book was going. But then when you get it, you get it. And it's crazy. So definitely, I would say that that's the most confusing book that had me confused in the beginning. And that's The Last House on Needless Street by Katriona Ward. The next question is Haunted House. What book has the creepiest setting? And I had to think about this because I was like, hmm... There's a lot of creepy books and creepy settings. I'm scared of a lot of stuff. But honestly, I'm scared of more nature-oriented places or caves. Or, like, if you've ever seen the movie The The Descent, I believe that's a book, too, actually. I just haven't read it. But, like, being in caves and stuff like that. Or, like, the movie As Above, So Below. Like, they're in, like, the catacombs. I think that's what scares me the most. So the book that actually came to mind was a book I just finished about a week ago. And that was The Anomaly by Michael Rucker. And this book definitely had the feels because it was, you know, they were basically in a cave system in the Grand Canyon. And it was just so creepy. And just being so isolated like that out in, like, middle of nowhere it's just so creepy to me so yeah I think that would be probably the creepiest setting I also thought about the ruins by Scott Smith because they're stuck on like a hill type like a ruin site it's like on top of a hill and that's creepy for me too I don't know why just like abandoned places abandoned places you know what else is really scary like abandoned ships like boats that are abandoned i have yet to read a book like that but if there is one please let me know because that would creep me out next we have ghost boyfriend who is your eternal book boyfriend and this was hard because i there's not a lot of characters i've ever really liked like a like romantically liked in a book but i had a I think that I would go with Sashomaru from Inuyasha. And Inuyasha is, is, a, is a manga and anime by Rumiko Takahashi. And I loved Inuyasha so much when I was younger. When I was a teenager, that was one of my favorite mangas and animes ever. And honestly, Sashomaru is the main character in Inuyasha's half-brother. And I just liked him the most. He was just... The character was just so handsome to me. He had this long white hair and he was so quiet and mysterious but he was like kind of evil so I was like yeah but that's about it I don't know anyone else in any sort of literature that I was like oh I really like this person 
Sorry, my throat really still hurts. Mm. Next question is Caramel Apple Suckers. Best dang Halloween book ever. Now, this was also hard for me because there's only so many books that take place on, like, that actually have, like, Halloween. Like, it's actually taking place on Halloween. So, when I think of a Halloween book, I think of a book that's actually during Halloween or pertains to Halloween somewhere in the book. Not just, like, any horror book, per se. So, I actually went with a children's book, Big Pumpkin by Erica Silverman. And this book was my favorite book as a kid, and I read it every year still around Halloween. It is just, it's such a cute book, and the pictures are so well done. Like, it's so, it's beautiful. The paintings in it are so well done. Whoever illustrated the book is completely artistic. I have the book downstairs, but I'm not going to grab it right now to see who the illustrator was. But it's a great book. Me and my daughter read it all the time during, like every year for Halloween, we've read it. And I've read it my, since I was her age. So that's probably my favorite Halloween book ever is Big Pumpkin by Erica Silverman. Next, we have Vampires and Everything. What is your least favorite Halloween trope? And when they're saying Halloween trope, trope I'm guessing like horror in general. Uh, and I had to think about this because this is another one I just couldn't answer because I like all sort of horror spooky tropes i mean horror is my thing it's my favorite genre for books my favorite genre for movies and television i mean it's just my favorite so i had to think and i went with alien or alien abduction because that's probably the least watched or read that i take part in with horror because i don't know aliens don't scare me they just don't scare me i'm just not afraid of them so if anyone has any really... I mean, but you know, I was going to say any good movies or, or books that are scary aliens. I was just thinking The Thing is definitely an alien, I believe. Yes. Yes, it is. And that's good. So, I mean, I don't know. Next, we have Pumpkin and Everything, your favorite Halloween... My favorite Halloween trope. And I like all of them. <laughs> I really like all kind of horror tropes, but I think I went with... I'll go with paranormal, ghost, and haunted houses. I just really like ghosts. I love ghost stories. I love anything with ghosts. I just, you know, ghosts are my jam. I like ghosts. I love ghost adventures. I love ghost hunters. I love all that kind of stuff, even those shows. I know a lot of people don't like them, but I do. I really enjoy it. So we have next, uh, Evil Incarnate, the most evil villain. And... Again, I had to think. And I went with It from It by Stephen King because it is just such a scary character. I mean, I'm not scared of the clown because if you read the book, if you've watched the movies, he's not, it's not not a clown. It's a creature that can take form of anyone's fear. So, I mean, that is just the most ultimate villain ever to be able to take the fear of anything you are truly afraid of. Um, so, yeah, definitely, I think I would definitely go with it. Next, we have Ouija Board, a book that messes with things that you don't want to be involved in. And this, I came up with two things because I can't, I couldn't choose which one it would be. <coughs> First, we have the chain by Adrian McKinty and the chain was just is a thriller book and it's basically 
your what happens is your child gets kidnapped and then someone calls you and tells you that you need to kidnap someone else's child to get your child back and i think that's just horrifying the book itself i mean it's it's okay it wasn't the best thriller by far that i've read it was just it was just okay i would say it was a solid three stars at the most out of five but the premise of your child being kidnapped and then someone else the kidnappers of your children telling you you need to kidnap someone else's child is just that's just horrifying so that's definitely up there with something i would never want to get involved in and then i would have to say the next is the passage by justin cronin and the passage is a book that's basically it's dystopian so it's basically the end of the world but with vampires and these people are basically learning to survive and live. But in the first book, they have sort of a, oh, how would I explain this? A secret base where they're doing experiments. And there's a girl who is vampire, but she can live without being like these savage Raven, like rabid animal vampire type people. But just the whole setting of just having the world being over and vampires is just creepy to me. And I read that whole trilogy and it's a fantastic one. So that if you want to check out something like Vampire, The Passage by Justin Cronin is awesome. Full Moon. What character do you turn into on the full moon? I would be a witch. That was easy. A witch. Why? Because I want to do magic. I already think I'm a witch. I'm already a witch. But to actually be able to like perform magic in the way that media pertain like shows witches, then yes, that's for me. I'm totally down. A witch. That was an easy one for me. Voodoo doll. What author would you love to take control of and then write you anything you want? Grady Hendrix. Grady Hendrix? Oh I love Stephen King, but he comes out with a book almost every single year, so I don't need to I don't need to wait around for him. So he's not, he's, he would be my second choice still, but Grady Hendrix, definitely Grady Hendrix. I think he's like, other than Stephen King, he is my favorite author. I love his horror. They're horror comedy. I would make him write me so many different kind of books that I have in my mind. I'd be all for that. And Grady Hendrix would deliver. So definitely Grady Hendrix. All Hallows Eve. The other world and this world have meshed for one night. What book? What book world would you love to be swept up in? At first, I thought, you know, I'd love to be in, like, Hogwarts, like Harry Potter. But that seems like such a generic answer. I feel like everyone would say that. Because, I mean, of course we do. Who wouldn't want want to be in in Hogwarts learning witchcraft and wizardry? But if you can hear that, my dog is chasing his tail right now. Ozzy, stop. That's enough. Um, But I went with The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald because... The setting in the book is 1925, and it just seems so luxurious. I just love the music and the costumes and this glamorous type of lifestyle in that book. I would just love it. I would just love to be like in a flapper outfit with no social media. I think that just sounds fun. Get away, see. Now my, my dog's being crazy, by the way, so if you hear him, he's right here, this big guy. Okay. Next we have Black Cat. What red flags do you look for when first starting out a book? And I would say, I guess, the writing style. Because sometimes I start a book and I can just tell by the writer 
the writing and the writing style and how the author is writing. It's just, if it's going to be for me or not, I usually, I'll usually give a book at least 50 pages. And then if I don't like it, I don't like it. So it's just how it is. I think that's probably my red flag. I do have another red flag with books where there's like a lot of abuse. That's definitely a red flag. I can't do books with abuse. That's, yeah, no, not for me. Mm. And the last question, which is actually the 13th question, whoo, lucky number 13, is Witch's Brew, a book that had a lot of different components thrown in, but the results were magical. And I had to think about this one too, because I was like, okay, different components. There's a lot of books with different components, but then there's not a lot of books with different components, and I didn't, I just couldn't think. So I actually went with a book I recently read a couple months ago called Come With Me by Ronald Malfi. And Come With Me was a great book because it was horror, and it was suspense, and it was thriller, and it was mystery, and it was beautiful. It was a beautiful book. I cried, so yeah. If a horror book can make me cry, that says a lot about the writing itself. It was, it was a great book, so I would say that was where there were different components, and it was just magical. <coughs> okay, and I would say then now that's it. That's all for this bonus episode. It was going to be quick and sweet and fun and spooky and i hope everyone has a great halloween tomorrow enjoy yourselves enjoy your halloween go trick-or-treating have a party have a scary movie night watch all the coziest things you can whatever you choose to do just enjoy yourselves and have a great great halloween okay bye everyone this is again deliciously bookish